is there something you don't have that you want, want more of, or want to be better? If so, be sure to avoid the strife that comes from a common mistake. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the human side of money, because success with money is never just about the numbers. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I'm really, really glad you've taken the time to join me today. Before we dive into today's episode, a quick announcement. I'm hosting another Pricing Made Human Masterclass. It's scheduled for Thursday, December 8th at 4 p.m. Eastern. It will be virtual, and I'd love to have you join me and other entrepreneurs and small business owners who are also looking to answer the ubiquitous question, what should I charge for this? Or is now the time to raise my prices? I love these questions and even created a trademarked process to help you discover the answers that are right for you and your business. Pricing Made Human tackles pricing from three sides, the financial, the personal, the emotional. It's an approach designed to help you build, sustain, and grow a business that centers the health of your personal finances. And a byproduct of this approach and reflection is that it has the potential of putting you and your business on an even firmer financial foundation. Something you might be craving even more of right now, given the global state of affairs. But I suspect you're likely following a more traditional approach to pricing. You know, the one that says, oh, just add up all your expenses and your costs, your costs of doing business, add a markup to that, and that's your price. Or, in my opinion, worse, take a look at what your peers are doing and do something similar, price in the same vein that they do. From my experience and observation, the traditional approach doesn't lend itself all that well to what I believe you want. And that is to feel confident that the price you charge is right for you right now, that it is strategic and that it is profitable. So if you're an entrepreneur and small business owner who wants to try a different, more integrated approach to pricing, check out jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass to learn more and RSVP. At the time of this recording, we have eight seats available. I hope one of them is yours. So go and grab your spot now. Again, it's jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass. Now let's get into today's show. I'm a striver have been for as long as I can remember. If I may be so bold, I'm gonna go out on a limb and presume the same may be said of you too. Because I bet there is something you don't have that you want, want more of, or want to be better. Unfortunately, being a striver sometimes gets a bad rap. For some, it presupposes the act of wanting means you are somehow ungrateful for what you have. 
or perhaps worse, that you shouldn't want to transcend where you are. Merriam-Webster defines, I should say, strive as to devote serious effort or energy. Well, what's wrong with doing this when it comes to what matters most to you in life and in business, devoting serious effort or energy? I'm raising this philosophical question since we are entering a reflective and planning season. Reflective because year end is fast approaching, which means you're likely looking back to what you said you wanted at the beginning of the year and comparing that to where you are now. And simultaneously, you are starting to set goals and plan for the year to come. In other words, it's the perfect time to talk about striving, regardless of the area or areas of your life and business where you want more of something or you want things to be better. At times, can striving be seen as a sign of greed? At times, can it be seen as a reflection of one's sense of worthiness and their standing in the world or a judgment about either? Yes, yes, and yes. However, I am not diving into these aspects of striving in today's episode. What I want to talk about is this. When it comes to striving, are you making room or adding on? The experience of striving requires you and me to make a choice about our approach to the process. It's why I've come to believe a house is such a great metaphor for this discussion. It's a visual reminder that you only have but so much room because everything in it takes up space. The same is true when the house, quote unquote, is your life and or your business. A house, a life, a business, each only has but so much room. This is why things can become tricky when it comes to striving. What happens when you want more of something or you want something to be better, whether we're talking about anyone or a combination of things such as time, relationships, money, things, experiences, success, you fill in the blank. Do you make space or do you add on? The former means removing or letting something go. While with the latter, there's the risk of creating clutter, which comes in a myriad of ways. Talking from experience, bandwidth is teaching me to pay more attention to the difference between the two. And to get better at asking the questions, do I make space or do I add on? as soon as I recognize I want something new or better because oof, the strife when you think you've made space, but all you actually did was add on, oh, that strife is real. What I'm also discovering though, is that in order to answer these two questions, do I make space or do I add on? The two questions that I am offering to you to also engage with, is that in order to answer those questions and to determine the most optimal way forward, 
there are actually additional questions to consider, like, how do you define space? I won't endeavor to offer a singular definition that can be applied across the board for you, as I think it is such a personal exercise. But to give you a little peek behind the scenes, if you will, here's how I'm defining it. When I think about my calendar, I view space through the lens of free time and buffer time. Do those feel sufficient for me? When I think about money, space means cushion. Is my business checking balance, getting too close to my floor, and or do I have the savings that helps me to feel relaxed when sales are slow? When I think about time, which for me is separate from my calendar, on one end, I think of relationships. Am I doing my part to spend my time how I want, with whom I want, as often as I want? But I also think of it when it comes to experiences. Am I doing things I find enriching and that feed my soul? When I think about my business, I view space through the lens of capacity. Do I have free thinking time to just daydream? to connect to my creativity for my own business, as well as on behalf of my clients too. Space is physical, it's psychological, it's emotional, it's energetic and financial. Space can feel heavy, it can also feel light. So here's a question for you. When was the last time you assessed your space in its varied dimensions? As you hear this, what's your immediate reaction? Do you have enough? Do you need or want more? Does it feel like it's the best it can be? Does it feel expansive or constricting? Here's another consideration or question. How do you protect your space? To my mind, protecting is two-pronged. It's about what you keep from coming in as well as what you keep from leaking out. We a house, you have locks and maybe also an alarm system. You have windows and doors that keep the heat and cool air in. When it comes to time, you set blocks of time for certain activities. This is a form of saying yes or no to yourself and to others. Re-relationships, how do you protect that space? Well, you endeavor to spend more time with people that energize you than you do with those who deplete you of energy. When it comes to business, you take on clients you want to work with and projects that light you up. You keep a robust pipeline to minimize having to scramble for new clients or projects or ugh, having to work under less than ideal circumstances. When it comes to money, the way that you protect your space is by paying attention to the rhythm of your cash flow. You save both short and long-term. You pay attention to your expenses and their ROI and ROE, AKA return on investment or energy. Resuccess, you know what you will and what you won't do in the name of achieving your success. Protecting your space is about knowing and having boundaries and then honoring them. Here's another question or consideration. How do you know it's time for a change? 
Do you feel stuck? Do you feel you have too much on your plate? Has boredom turned into a sense of malaise? Are your family and friends giving you feedback you'd prefer not to get? Do you feel you don't have enough time, money, physical space, et cetera, to focus on what's most important to you? I raise these questions as a way of answering the question, how do you know it's time for a change? Because these are typical pokes, if you will, that reveal perhaps you need to take a look at what you are or are not creating space for. And then here's another question or consideration. How do you sit in the void? Before you can make adjustments to your space in whatever that form may be, you typically have to first sit in the void. And while this is often incredibly uncomfortable, it's likely one of the best ways to assess the space constraints with which you're dealing and determine if making room or adding on is the better option. Remember, my friends, everything in your life and business takes up space. Making this time of the year when you are evaluating your 2022 goals and making plans for 2023, perfect for taking stock of your space and all its permutations. And if you're game for sharing, I'd love to know what you are striving for. What do you want, want more of, or want to be better. Send me a DM on Instagram. For those of you that have done it already, you know I read them. Well, that is it for today, folks. As always, thank you for listening all the way until the end. If today's episode sparked an aha or reflection, I'd love to hear more. And again, I would love to hear about what you are either making space for or adding on when it comes to what it is you're striving for, what it is that you want, want more of, or want to be better. So again, please send me a DM on Instagram. And of course, I'd love to have you join me and other entrepreneurs and small business owners for the next and last one of the year, Pricing Made Human Masterclass. It is scheduled for Thursday, December 8th at 4 p.m. Eastern. It will be virtual. To learn more and to RSVP, go to jaquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass. As always, if you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or perhaps this particular episode, please share it so we can reach more people. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment and leave a rating and a review. We do read them. And I must say, I was so pleased with the one that I read uh, last week. And next time when I hop on the mic, I will actually have it in front of me so I can share it with all of you. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Thank you once more for listening today. I'll be back next week. I hope you will too. Until then, remember, it's about more than money. Money.